Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in again. We're back with our fourth and final installment today, spotlighting unique women's distance groups from across the country for Women's History Month, which was the month of March. Um, today we talk to Grace Gonzalez, a member of Angel City Elite. Angel City Elite is a women's distance running team based out of Los Angeles. The group was founded by friends, united by their love for running, competing, and representing their respective roots. The mission of Angel City Elite is to represent, achieve, and empower. They're committed to using their platforms, stories, and partnerships with other local initiatives to increase BIPOC representation in the running community. We want our sport to broaden its reach of inclusivity and to truly become a community for those who have ever felt marginalized to achieve their greatest dreams. Angel City Elite was founded in 2021 in affiliation with Brooks. We speak to one of the runners, Grace Gonzalez, as I mentioned, about her journey in running, some of the initiatives and working with youth teams and youth in the area and how that's going, how the group is organized, how you can support them. And she lets us know that they are recruiting, uh, looking for more members to jump into the marathon distance. So if you're interested and you live in the area, please reach out to their website. Um, and she talks about how she found herself as someone who loved running early on. I don't want to spoil it, but she kind of did an amazing feat of athletics at her young age. Running is in her family and it opened so many doors for her from running on a college team to standing on the starting line of the Olympic Trials Marathon. She tells you how it all happened and we hear more about Angel City Elite. Thanks for keeping track. So hi Grace. Hi. Hi, how are you? keeping track. Um, we are happy to talk with you. How is your role at Angel City Elite? Are you member, coach? Uh, what's what's your participation level at currently? Yeah, I am a member athlete of Angel City Elite. Awesome. And um, we reached out to Spotlight Angel City. And I guess some of the things we want to know about this, we're doing a little four-part mini-series on women's groups. Uh, women's running groups across the country for Women's History Month, although we're spilling into April because we just can't have enough of it. Let's yeah. extend month a week. <laughs> um, and we would like to, we're curious about the origins of the group and the story behind that and kind of the mission of Angel City Elite. Yeah. Um, I'd be happy to share a little bit behind the starting and the, the founding of Angel City Elite. Um, I mean, we, all of us um, on the team were just running friends through social media. Um, some of us, and some of us had different origins. Like some of us at that point had the same coach. Um, some of us just reached out in DMs at some point um, as social media kind of became more of a, of a thing. Um, some of, some people were on teams prior together but the common thing between us is like we all were out of collegiate running. And some of us were familiar with each other in collegiate running as well. But we were all out of collegiate running, like looking for community. And we found community within each other. But we had no, it was just like, hey, I'm going to go for a run, want to go. But we didn't necessarily live in the same area. We didn't um, have too much connectedness other than like we found comfort in each other. We found interest. And the other thing about it is a lot of us were around the same like performance too. So we kind of came together to, um, to do runs. And that became even more as 
um, Olympic trial, the 2020 Olympic trials was coming up and a lot more people were, were going after that trials. And some of us found ourselves in that boat and we're like, you know, stronger together, even though we were, there were different things we were all attached to, but we came together and we're training together, um, for the 2020 Olympic trials. Um, some of us were training before just to qualify, uh, under some of this, under same coach. And then some of us, once we qualified, um, really were like, okay, let's work together to be as strong and as in our best shape for when the trials came after qualifying. Um, and then actually one of ours, one of our teammates um, is someone who was trying to qualify for 2020s. And then it was the first, uh, she's younger, the other Grace. And so it was her first um, like experience with marathon. And so she uh, decided to not move forward with with trying to qualify it in 2020, but is going for it now. That's awesome. Um, so are you ladies like in various parts of the city or even spread out beyond that? Like, do you meet for a practice or group runs still? More on weekends. Um, we do, we do put more effort on weekends to meet up, but it is a struggle because we don't, we, uh, we do have to commute to like meet up. Our general meeting point is, um, within LA, um, cause we all live around in different parts and, um, the cent the central part is LA and it's mostly weekends, um, that we do try to meet up. And with the starting of angel city elite, we've also shifted that to be more, um, community runs over the weekends and bringing that cause that is part of our mission. And so going to trials, that was, we didn't have plans or anything, but our experience at trials and there were, um, some stats that came out with the the demographics and diversity background at, at trials. And so that was something we experienced. And then when that came out, it was a little bit, it hit a little bit more home and we decided to go for the next trials, but also with more, um, with more representation. And that's kind of, uh, was a drive to start something more formal. Um, and we kind of went within and we were dreaming big and, um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's really important um, aspect of the group that you're also making the running space more welcoming to BIPOC women runners and that visibility is there and the strength and empowerment is there, especially in the marathon distance. I think it's important to like celebrate that and just make that inclusive uh, space known. So that's a great thing that is coming from Angel City Elite. Um, what is, so what is the team like roster wise at the moment? Like what do you have women getting ready for uh, Boston marathon right now, or, um, kind of what's on the calendar and who's running? Yeah. So we are, um, all at different, different parts of our training right now. Um, as far as calendar, um, grace, it has is always the one who has most of the the races on the other grace um grace samudio has most of the races on track and i think she has she's doing track um so some some shorter roads and some track um and so i know mount sac is coming up for grace um there is some talk of this is like a half marathon season for us we're all not doing a marathon in the in, in this isn't a marathon training cycle for us um as as of right now um, but going into early summer, midsummer, hitting some um, quicker half marathons, and that'll be then transitioning into the next marathon cycle. 
Awesome. Um, is there a coach or do you all kind of have your own training plans? How does that piece work? Yeah, we all have our own training plans. Um, and we kind of sync up um, whenever whenever we do meet up, like, hey, this is what I have, or we shift it around. Um, we also, it's over the time, it's been our intention to kind of link up. So we're at the same races um, and going together and kind of like training. Our training cycles are a little bit more together. Um, and that's kind of been, a, that's a push after this last uh, marathon cycle. But we, it's just, we all also have different work and work and jobs and training um, right now, actually, I'm coming back from an injury. Um, and um, Andrea is also on a coach. So we're just at different places with it. Um, and yeah, we have different coaches, we kind of do our own thing, but we check in and that's something of how we started. We were like, hey, where are you? And that's yeah, how we started. Hey, where are you at? What are you training for? And if it's something like, oh, that's that could be on my calendar. Okay. I'm going to add that to my calendar. We keep each other in the loop. And then, um, knowing that the overall goal is, is the marathon. Um, and then, uh, that motivation within each other of just connecting, um, is what led us to meeting up for runs. And then what led to this? How, yeah. How great is it to know you're going to have someone at the race that, you know, and that you're going to have, like, you know, what their goal is, you know, where yours is in relation. Like, I always found that so comforting to have like a training partner at the race or even someone that I'm like, okay, I know this woman, I can key off her, work with her. That's a huge benefit too. Even if you aren't able to meet up <laughs> as often as you like. Yeah. That's definitely something, um, that was a big factor for us going into, um, the 2020 Olympic trials of of like you know, for sometimes we do our runs during the week um just putting that base mileage in and um but knowing that then we also have that support on the days that we do have more time um to hit hit the long run workouts and whatnot and know that we can meet up and do it together definitely how great was the trials experience like what was it like on your end i know um it was like such an amazing big group of women. It was like, so wonderful to see that many women like rising to the occasion. It was like a sea of us going down those first loops. Um, yeah. what were your thoughts about it? Like, how did it go on your end? I mean, it was the, it was such a surreal moment. I think it was just, um, for me, a big personal accomplishment, um, in regards to like, it wasn't even an expectation of, of, qualifying for trials, going to a trial. So just to be there and just it, I, for me personally, it was just a reminder of like things that seem out of reach are within reach. If you decide, if you choose it. Um, and of course that comes with knowing that there's the commitment, the dedication and, and whatnot. And so for me, it was just, um, a surreal moment of, of, allowing myself to choose that, allowing myself to even think that it's possible, um, and to be at that level. And that goes, I, and I think that's the same, uh, for, um, a lot of us where we always think like, how could we be doing this all? But then we see each other, we motivate each other. Like we could do this and we could do this. We could do this and we could do this. And that's something that shifted, um, post-trials, um, some of our teammates getting married, having kids and, um, advancing in careers outside of it. Um, I was just, you know, we, we got that, that glimpse of it in that 2020 trials. And that was just a springboard for like dreaming big and, 
that's something that we also um, want to uplift, especially for younger runners who are coming out collegiately. Like, you know, that's my chapter's closed because that was a lot of our experiences. So yeah, that chapter's closed. There's nothing, there's nothing too much far ahead, but we'll keep going with it. Um, but that race, yeah, it was, it was a big moment um, personally. And then just to see the amount I didn't, I didn't, it, it didn't click until you're there, like 2020 trials and then how many women qualified. And then like all of this stuff, it didn't click the, the magic within it all. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. There was how many 500 women on the starting line? Like it was like a legit road race in and of its own. <laughs> so um, can you tell us like your, how your journey in running started? And, um, you said you didn't imagine being at the Olympic trials one day, but how did you go from where you started to the Olympic trials starting line? <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is part of like all of ours. We all had different experiences of getting to the trials and not everyone's experience is the same. And that's part of it. And so for my, um, journey, I, I, pretty much been running my whole, my whole life, um, starting in youth, um, did my first marathon around fourth grade. Um, and can I pause here? <laughs> okay. Correct me. You did your first marathon in fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll let you, um, explain why this is unusual <laughs> for, for, um, so I come from a, a family of run. I'm the youngest, um, uh, three older brothers. They all also did running. My dad is a legacy runner for the LA marathon. So that's why we, we grew up going to the LA marathon every year, seeing him do the marathon, seeing him training for training for it and going after it and seeing his, uh, his long runs on the weekends. Like, wow, you're running from point A to point B for us. It was from our house to our abuelita's house, our grandma's house, um, which is like cities apart and then as we grew up there was always this transition of like okay we're gonna ride the bike with him okay we're gonna run portions of it with him okay now it's my turn to like do it all too um so that's that's kind of how I got into running the marathon pretty young and I kind of just followed in their footsteps and kept going with running high school collegiately but I never um I just did it because I enjoyed it. I never anticipated more to come of it and that's that was similar to the trials. Like I'm just going through the motions. Oh, wow. This is at my doorstep. Okay. And then not realizing until in the moment, how big it is. Um, and that was the same thing for, for getting a scholarship, a collegiate scholarship and like, Oh, okay. I didn't even plan on going to college. I didn't even know what my plans were, but people are offering me a scholarship. Okay. I'll go into this. Um, and, um, continued. And then after college, I would, that was my experience of like, I don't know what happens after this. I had, there was no real mentorship. Like I knew the mayor, I still did the marathon, um, within high school and, and after college, but I didn't think of it as an option. I didn't, I didn't think of it as an option at all. Um, I didn't do, I didn't, I don't think I did. I did a marathon after college, but I don't think I did one during college, but I remember my senior year of high school, I did like a 316, 312, and I didn't think anything of it, but I just, I thought it was more social, whatever. I didn't think there was more beyond it. Um, so I thought running was done for me. I thought like, you know, I'm just gonna, like, this is just my hobby. This is my thing. And then I got sucked into like career and kind of was just like, okay, that running life is, is not as much of my life anymore. 
I've sh- I shifted to like my my career. Um, and then within the first few years of my career, I realized like I needed a little bit running back in my life. In that time, I still did marathons. I still was like, dad's going for 10 miles. Okay, I'll go for 10 miles without training. Like I could still just do miles and hop into things. And people know that I had a running background. I was like, oh, I want to do this. Okay, I'll do it with you um, just for fun. Um, yeah. And so I decided to just pick up running more consistently again. And was just doing runs and new like base mileage and stuff. And then in that time, it kind of just kept going like, well, what if I got a coach? Oh, I'm doing this. T- these are like my splits and this is my time. And I don't feel like I'm pushing too much. And it just kept building and building like, hey, well, what if I get a coach? And us being surprised of like, I think I did like a 248. Two, and they were like, if you really want to, you, you have time. Like it was a short window, but like you could qualify for the trials. So then, um, yeah, and I ended up doing a 241, that next one, between like, oh, you did like a 248, 250, like, you could possibly do it. And then I did a 241. But even then, I don't feel like my training was perfect. Um, and it was just a lot of new for me. Like, I never competed in a marathon. And I remember my first time competing, someone was like, oh, where's your, new? like, what nutrition are you taking? And I had no plan. Like, I just take what's on the side. That's what I've always done. Um, so it was a whole learning phase for me. So then to be, to qualify and then to be at the trials within like less than a year, year and a half window of it being a goal was just, I didn't think, I didn't think that that was within reach. Um, so that's a pretty great progression. Where did you go? Where did you run in school? For- Cal State Fullerton. Okay. And were you, um, 5k, 10k? Did you dabble in middle distance? Did you do it all? 5k, 10k. Nice. I did some 3000s in there, but, yeah. uh, that was, it. that was I just do, the build up. I, the marathon is really its own event. And so I feel like in college, there's a lot of that, like sort of hidden potential that you don't get to find until you graduate and hit the roads. And it takes a couple of years. Cause you could be, you know, it's just, it's its own event. It's so long. It's, it's different than the 10k even. And that's something that's part of like, as we've done Angel City Elite, we do a lot of community runs. And initially we were just like, we're hitting everyone, but we found our niche and our sweet spot being with youth um, or folks coming out of college to give them those options, especially high school. We were talking to a high schooler and he's like, I don't really like he he was worried about um, performance for like to qualify for collegiately. But it was it was a students run L.A. student. Um, We support some students run L.A. groups who are students running the marathon. And, and he was like, but I want to focus on marathon. So we told him like, that's an option. Like you can pursue that and not a hundred percent and be on a collegiate team. Like those are, these are some of our purpose and reasonings in regards to like, it doesn't have to look like what the norm or what people set it up to be. Like there are many ways to get there and it doesn't have to happen in that way. And it doesn't have to happen in that time. I mean, those are some of the things that we wish we knew, or we wish we had some guidance of like, there are still opportunities. There are still things that are out there. Like just because it looks like this now doesn't necessarily mean like it, you have to close it or that there aren't other things. And that goes with the same of like, after collegiate, we were like, oh, we didn't have a team. So it was hard to go out there, be motivated individually. And then now, I mean, again, social media is different now. Community groups are a little bit different now where there's a little bit more out there or at the grasp and somewhat accessible. Um, but taking from our experience and wanting to like 
support people plug in to where their needs are and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's great about road running is it's a way to plug that into your life when you don't have the team aspect there anymore, whether you're an adult or you're just a kid who didn't go that route on the team. It's still, we see pushing yourself and your limits in a comfortable way is still something you want in your life. Like it's still really, um, even if you're working and doing all these other things, I think a lot of people find like you found, like you still kind of want to tap into that, you know, with a road race or like that that spark that you had when you were doing organized sports, maybe it's nice to always have that in your life in some capacity. So I think that's great that there's more visibility around, um, especially the women who like graduate from college, maybe have a family, maybe go off to work and think they're done with sports and then find that like, no, I can go up and like hit these miles. And it turned into something really amazing, a great achievement. Like it's, it's pretty motivating, I think for a lot of people to see. Yeah. When it comes to like our team, and that's the other thing about it of when we do some of these community things is sharing each of our stories. Cause we all were different, some community college, some, you know, I took about six years off and I came back like, um, and some going out of state for college and then realizing it wasn't the fit and, you know, finding that perfect thing where it might feel like, Oh, just because this seems like I made the wrong choice. It, you're still the navigator of it. And, Right now we only have, oh, there's four of us um, and we're like the four founding uh, members of it. And over the time we've been trying to recruit, um, especially with with the marathon focus, granted we also, you know, have track in there in mind, road races, have the spectrum open, but um, it's been, it's been difficult. Um, and that's something that we're still working on and we're still working with our, our sponsors in regards to like, how do we, that, that was, we thought that we'd get a little bit, um, and it just hasn't, hasn't landed for us to expand more, but that's something we want to do. And, um, how can we do it? So it's also capturing that sub elite or transitioning people who might not have, um, because that's kind of where we started, like it's hard to find people already in that elite or people already hitting those times, but we got to bring those people up and let them know, like, there are going to be things where, oh, it might not seem possible, like job or whatnot, but we're here to like also shift it together. Cause that's also how we all, um, in working with each other, um, got to this point too. Yeah. So anyone out there wanting to join Angel City Elite, maybe get into the marathon world. I hope if you're listening, you are going to reach out. We'll give you all the ways to contact. Um, who, who would be the contact person, Grace, at like if someone wanted to join you more formally or um, even support the group in some way? Do you have like a point person or president or anything like what's the organizational? Yeah. So um, that would be through our website. Um, and our website, there's like a, a submission form email and we get a lot through that. Um, that is one way to then just kind of see a little bit and we're looking to put more out. There's not much out. We're in the works. That's some of the stuff in the works of next steps of putting that out on the website of like, okay, here was what that breakdown looks like um, to get people who are, who, who are possibly interested. And um, so that's coming soon, but the website would have it. Social media, Instagram, we're also there. There is not one point person. Um, we all kind of shift and take turns on different things, whether it's um, email, logistics, community setting up, setting up community events, social media. We all 
run it. It just depends on um, the time of the year and what's going on, but we all have our hands on there and we check in with each other. And so it's a team effort, literally. Awesome. Um, can you touch a little bit on the community events? What do you ladies plan for the year? Or like, what is, how does that work? You mentioned mentoring some of the younger athletes and things like that. Yeah. So this past year we had done, um, knowing that CIM was a big race, we did kind of like a CIM gradual every month, kind of like, Hey, at this point of CIM training, you should be on this building mileage, just simple running. And then it led up to, you know, a little bit more intentional workouts and people being able to link up with someone else who's within their, their time range that they wanted to make. Um, and, um, that kind of also, we got positive response with that. And so that's one of the things that we're looking to keep going is like a monthly community run. Um, that one was more CIM based, but this is just in general, more community runs. And then when it comes to our other community events, um, we've been doing a lot with youth. Um, so high schoolers, um, and we still work with students run LA, even though it's not like the LA period time, we're still, um, planning events with them, but it's a, a lot has been around that student run LA group. Um, we've had different teams. Um, we have general track cross country teams reach out to us to just kind of do a talk, um, and a run. And then depending, and it depends on what they're, what their asks for, what their needs are. Um, and then bringing, we've been wanting to do another one for like, uh, post-collegiate women, um, women coming out of college in the area who are looking to get, build more community, um, afterwards and, and seeing what that offers. Um, and that's so that's something still in the works and kind of introducing them to the lay of the lands of like after college, like here, there's, this is what it looks like. This is how you could get into races and just being that support, um, with it. And so that's one in the future that we're still, um, building out. Um, but the community runs, it's just by community requests and needs. Um, if there is nothing that has come to us, normally it's just like people reaching out to us and then us looking at our calendar and saying, okay, this is when we could do it. What is it that you're looking for us to like offer? This is what we can do. Um, and then, uh, if there is a pocket of time that we don't have anything, then we'll fill it with reaching out to someone we've done before. Cause our, the other aspect is continuing building that relationship and letting them know, like we are still here. It's not just a one-off we've had community. Uh, we've had consistent, um, every year with some, some of the students around LA group, like, Hey, we saw you last year. We saw you this year and kind of doing the same thing. Um, the other thing is, um, this year coming up is doing a lot more, uh, partnership with Brooks and doing some more, um, Brooks events. And so that's also another one that comes up is like, there's some Brooks things in our area that we can run and oversee. So partnering with Brooks, partnering with REI, and because we're within that area, we're within that community, like, hey, we're going to come out and support this. So kind of like a um, a triple support group for, for the community there, because it's REI, it's Brooks, and it's us. And so we're kind of, that's something that we had recently done. And we know that's something that's also coming up with um, Brooks having us do a few more events. Um because some people reach out to them and Brooks is like, Hey, we have people in that area who can help oversee and run that event. They'll, they'll ask us if we can. And if we can, we put it on our schedule. So that's another way of where we come up with community events, um, that we've done. That's great. I gotta love the running community and fostering that in your area. It's such a, um, it gives back a lot. Like it's such a rewarding thing to have these people to keep you company and all the miles and just get people motivated to get out there. So. 
Yeah, that was, and that's, that's one of the things I remember when we were first starting out and some of the questions that we got is like, okay, so what, what group are you going to focus on? And we're like, well, it's like, we focus on everyone. It's not just youth. It's not just, you know, community groups. It's a little bit of everything because in those community groups, we've met youth. Um, We've met people like, Hey, I have this niece. It'd be so cool. And then that's how we link up. And so it's, um, like, like they say, it, it, it takes a village. It also takes a village to make change. And it isn't just through one group. And it's just like representation in all places, all ages, um, is a big thing for us. So that's something that we also enjoy doing is being able to work within different groups. Um, I think we've done like, uh, younger high school, high school transition. We've been in contact with some folks who are transitioning out of college. Um, and so really just helping community overall and building that representation and meeting whatever their needs are and just being there to support that. Love it. Um, so you, you, the group tackles both ends from the, the new per person newly getting into running to the maybe post-collegiate woman who wants to try and get better and go to the next level. And we can do it all in one in one world. So that's pretty cool. Um, what would you like? Was there anything that you would like to shout out or say or promote that you have coming up um, around Angel City? Or is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you want to tell people more about? Yeah. Um... I mean, we're going to be bringing back our monthly community runs. I believe we're in the works of planning one for later this month, um, April, I believe, April 21st. Um, so, and the way to keep on track of those is through our social media on Instagram, Angel City Elite. Um, there are some folks who reach out about wanting to run and partner together. Um, again, that could be through social media, um, Instagram or website. Um, if there's any way that you feel that we can be of support, motivation, um, reach out to us. Um, let's see. I know we have some Ace and Brooks partnerships coming up um, in May in the area. So again, social media will be more detailed on that. Yeah, we just also appreciate the support um, we do this and we didn't realize how much of a of a you know side job this is also on top of our our daily lives um so we appreciate the folks who who support and recognize that too and that's something that's been a feedback to like what well, you do that and that and that um it isn't easy and we appreciate the opportunity to like support the the dis bridging disparity gap and also um being representation of like women, women of color and women of color and, and um, professional and pursuing these things as well. A hundred percent. It's hard enough to get the miles in. And then you're also creating this infrastructure for so much more to happen. So um, great to hear more about it. It was great to talk with you, Grace. Um, we'll be rooting for Angel City Elite. Hopefully I'll see some of you ladies on the trials start line in a little over under a year. <laughs> under oh, a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's great. Um, thanks again. And thanks for keeping track with us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Keep track.
Women's Running Stories, where we explore the intersection between running and life. Because every woman who is committed to a running journey has a story to tell, and this is where you'll find those stories. I am host and producer Sheree Louise Turner. I'm a 53-year-old runner, and together with original music by musician and runner Cormac O'Regan, we bring these inspirational stories to life. Please join us to fuel your adventures.